Welcome to Wonder, a podcast for curious kids. Hello, Wonder. Have you ever wondered about the history of Christmas? Why do Christians celebrate the birth of Jesus at the darkest time of the year? It's winter and it's cold and dark outside, unless you live in Australia. Surely we should be hibernating like hedgehogs and dormice. But actually it's a time of celebration. A time of twinkling lights, sparkly decorations, delicious food and party games. And all around the world during the darkest months of winter, People light candles and look forward to a time of new hope. Diwali is a five-day festival of light celebrated by millions of Indians in either October or November. The date changes every year. It's a holiday enjoyed by Hindus, Jains, Sikhs and some Buddhists and symbolises the triumph of good over evil and light over darkness. Diwali comes from the Sanskrit word Deepavali, meaning rows of lighted lamps. And as part of the celebrations, South Asian families light small oil lamps called divas on the streets and in their homes. They clean their houses and decorate them with colourful floor designs made of flower petals, rice or sand. They feast together and set off fireworks. Hanukkah is a Jewish festival of light that falls between late November and late December. It celebrates one of the greatest miracles in Jewish history. It reminds Jews of a time over 2,000 years ago when a small group of Jewish warriors called the Maccabees won a battle against the Greeks. Their enemies had tried to ban all Jewish rituals and forced them to pray to Greek gods, but they refused. So the Maccabees cleaned and repaired and celebrated the victory by lighting an oil lamp. There was only enough oil to burn the light for one day, but miraculously it burned for eight. This is why Jewish families mark Hanukkah by lighting an eight-armed candelabra called a menorah. And Hanukkah is fun too. It's a time when children receive presents, play games and a time to eat such delights as potato fritters, pancakes and doughnuts. In the lead up to Christmas, Christians light candles. One for each of the four Sundays of Advent, with the final one being lit on Christmas Day. The word Advent means coming, as Christians count down to the birth of Jesus on the 25th of December. Did you know there's no evidence that Jesus was born on that date? For hundreds of years, Easter was the most important holiday for Christians, while Christmas was known as the Feast of the Nativity. There's some evidence that Jesus' birth may have occurred in spring. Why would shepherds be looking after lambs in midwinter? It was Pope Julius I in the 4th century who chose this date. There were many pagan festivals at this time of year. Saturnalia was the liveliest event in the Roman calendar, while Druids and others celebrated the winter solstice around the 21st of December, and New Year at the start of January was another excuse for fun and feasting. Julius realised that he needed a good winter festival if he was going to win over new converts to Christianity. Perhaps Christmas was conveniently scheduled to replace those popular pagan festivals. 
Christmas finally made it to the shores of Britain by the end of the 6th century. The Saxon word Yule originally meant midwinter, but as more and more of them became Christians, it came to mean Jesus' birthday. It was not for another 500 years that people started using the word Christmas. Many of the rituals of those older religions became part of Christmas carousals. New believers attended church but would celebrate raucously afterwards. A favourite custom was to reverse normal roles. Paupers would become princes, masters become servants. A student or a peasant would be crowned the Lord of Misrule and his friends played the part of his subjects. The poor would bang on the doors of rich households demanding their finest food and drink. If they failed to be generous, the revellers would take mischievous revenge. Twelve days after Christmas is Epiphany, the day when wise men, or the Magi, found Jesus in the manger. Did you know there might not have been three of them? The Bible talks about wise scholars coming from the East bringing three presents. Any number of them may have turned up to pay homage to the newborn babe. Around the world, people have slightly different customs regarding the giving and receiving of gifts. Spanish children get their presents at Epiphany, also known as Twelfth Night, or the last of the Twelve Days of Christmas. Every town and city in Spain hosts a parade with the kings arriving on elaborately decorated floats and sometimes even camels. All this at a time when in the United Kingdom, people are packing away their decorations. The Christmas party is over. In Germany and neighbouring countries, children receive presents before Christmas. They put out a newly polished shoe for the arrival of St Nicholas on the eve of the 6th of December. When they wake up the next morning, it's St Nicholas's day and if they've been good, the shoe is filled with chocolates, nuts and small presents. If naughty, it's a piece of coal. Most people in Japan aren't Christian, so Christmas isn't a religious holiday. Instead, it's a time to spread happiness. And Japanese people like to celebrate with a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken. In 1974, KFC launched an advertising campaign called Kentucky for Christmas, which was enormously successful. The famous fried chicken is so popular, customers place their festive orders up to two months in advance. Another traditional Japanese Christmas food is a layered sponge cake with strawberries and whipped cream. The shortcake emoji is in fact a Japanese Christmas cake. High up in the Andes in Peru, a very curious event takes place on Christmas Day. One-to-one fistfights called Takanakui. If you have a misunderstanding with a friend or a neighbour, you can both battle it out in public. Men, women, children and even old people can take part. This way, everyone can start the new year off on a clean slate. In the 17th century, Oliver Cromwell and his Puritan followers went as far as cancelling Christmas altogether. They didn't like excessive partying and thought it was a wasteful festival that went against proper Christian beliefs. Cromwell ordered shops and markets to stay open on the 25th of December and people weren't allowed to hold special Christmas church services. In London, soldiers were ordered to confiscate any food being prepared for Yuletide celebrations. In Scotland, Christmas was banned for 400 years for similar reasons. 
The 25th of December wasn't a public holiday until 1958. Partying was pushed forward for a week to Hogmanay on the 31st of December. Not everyone likes to celebrate Christmas. They may find it difficult because they don't have a close family or it can feel too stressful or too expensive. Perhaps that most un-Christmassy of characters puts it best. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons, it came without tags, it came without packages, boxes or bags. And he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. What if Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store? What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? Today, the Wonder Podcast was written and read to you by Henrietta McMicking. The producer was Camilla Akers-Douglas. 